0: This is the Australian surrogacy podcast. My name is Sarah Jefford and I'm a surrogate and a surrogacy lawyer. In this episode, I had the pleasure of speaking to Kara, who is a trans woman on the surrogacy path with her partner here in Victoria. Kara has been trying to have a baby through surrogacy for over 2 years now and has a really interesting story and a report on where she's up to. I'm going to hand over now to Kara.
1: Hi, my name is Kara. I'm turning 34 this year. Um, I'm a transgendered woman and um, I'm looking at surrogacy or at least on my journey with surrogacy because I was born male and without a uterus and that's why I need to borrow someone else's.
0: How did you get to the point where you thought we're going to pursue surrogacy?
1: So from a very young age I wanted to be a parent, when um, I affirmed my gender as being female, I thought that part of my life was over, and then I wouldn't wouldn't be able to um, wouldn't be able to follow through with that. And I met a loving partner who wanted children, and he, I guess, supported my my wish to become a parent. And we approached at the beginning my sister. Uh, because I felt uh, that it was important to have a genetic link. So my sister had agreed to be an egg donor, and she had agreed to be our surrogate as well. Unfortunately, after several attempts over quite a few months, um, it didn't work out, and she medically couldn't continue. And then um, a friend of mine offered to donate her eggs, and another friend offered to donate her her room or rental room to us. And um, it it went on from there. We we originally tried doing it at home with my sister. And then we went through Melbourne IVF.
0: Can you talk a bit more about the relationship with your sister? Did you raise it with her or did she um, suggest it to you? I think
1: uh, at a young age, She, um, originally I was identifying as a a gay man, Mm -hmm. and um, she knew that she'd probably play some role in it. Um, I think after my surgery and um, having um, gender affirmation surgery and I couldn't contribute genetically, her role became different, but she knew that she'd probably donate eggs and and carry a child. Mm -hmm. So, i think i think i might have broached the subject with her originally and it was more um it sounds really silly it was more about her just older and going oh you know we, we better do this quickly and so the urgency was there but um it's funny it's we've always been really close and i think experiencing it and trying um to make it happen really brought us a lot closer
0: Mm. And now, of course, that didn't work out. What was that like, having yeah. to step back, knowing that your your sister couldn't be your surrogate?
1: Um, I felt, actually felt quite bad because she um, said to me after she found out from the doctor she couldn't carry, that it wouldn't be medically, um, wouldn't be, it's not the right thing for her to do, that she was letting me down, that she was failing me. And, you know telling her, No, you're not you're not failing. You it's it's just one of those things that you have to deal with and um, you know, it's from my point of view, it started as a genuine not a hope in hell. And then at least being given a little bit of hope even for a few months was lovely and it was so nice to and so it was a gift from love, you know. Mm. Um, regardless of how long that lasted, it, it meant a lot. Um so I think it's probably brought us closer together.
0: So when that ended, how did you then end up having your friends offer?
1: Um, well, it was my partner and I going, okay, we can't use your sister. What are the other options? Um, and actually taking a break, really um, reevaluating things, what we wanted in life um, and making sure that, it definitely was something that we wanted so um looking at other apps you know looking at adoption looking at fostering is this, is are these viable options and ultimately having a few easier to approach them and um you know and i guess getting getting melbourne ivf involved and getting them supposedly to organize event which honestly the amount of text messages i'm pretty sure um <laughs> It's crazy. Um, yeah, like getting them, it's been more um, formalised and I guess more medical-based rather than before when it was quite informal.
0: Mm. So who, tell, tell us about your egg donor and your surrogate. Who are they?
1: Yeah, so my egg donor is a girl I went to school with. She actually was two years younger than myself um, and I was in the same year as her sister, but I became closer with her. Uh, She knew me, obviously, before I transitioned. Um, She's very much LGBT inclusive. Um, She's a teacher. She does not want to have children herself, but she feels genetically um, passing on to a new generation. You know, it's important for her, but she's just very ill-equipped to deal with kids. She has made her mind up many years ago. She didn't want any, but if she can help her a person like myself, who didn't have the option before, then she will. That's lovely. Um, Sorry. That's very lovely. Yeah. I think it takes a a real amazing person to give that part of themselves. You know, it's Mm. it's the gift of life.
0: And your Um, surrogate is also a friend.
1: Surrogate is also a friend. So I um, was in rural New South Wales and I just became a nurse and knew no one, and uh, moved, what, six and a half hours away from family, and a friend of mine suggested I meet up with this girl. At that stage, she just had a two-year-old newborn, Um, so she's got four kids, and um, so she was a friend of a friend, and we have been friends for, I think, about ten years now, and she's great. I asked i said look i think this is going to be a very unusual question to ask just out of the blue um you know you you've got four children is there any chance that you'd be willing to have a fifth and she's yes great um, sign me up when you know where do i have to go that was her response so it was really really moving
0: that's amazing so tell us about your experience navigating surrogacy as a trans woman I think um,
1: the biggest thing is uh, misgendering. <laughs> so when I've called up, I think they don't know where to go to. The laws around surrogacy, I think are one thing, and it's very, um, uh, it's very commonplace for a woman to call up and go, I need a surrogate because I don't have a uterus. I'm calling up going, I was not born with one, and having to navigate that, that's added to it. Um, But the laws in Victoria around surrogacy, they're they're so not well known unless you've been in it. Melbourne IVF has been really good. They've helped other trans women, or at least have told me that they've helped other trans women. And um, they've just been really inclusive. I think, you know... They've they've invited me to every appointment with Emily, with her blessing, um, and really tried to include me as as a couple, you know, as something I'm going through as well, and that was probably one of my fears, like that's why we didn't go overseas, because I wanted to be involved with all all of these things, yeah. That's Um, good to hear.
0: Would you have any advice about, um, for anyone that's navigating surrogacy, I guess, uh, from the LGBTQ community, how to navigate surrogacy and, and whether there's anything that you think that they could do to help?
1: I think being honest and um, in, in regards with me, like letting them know what genetically I can offer, which is, in, in my point of view, is... is um, nothing but money, (laughs) unfortunately. But um like I guess being honest and being um open about like this is a new thing and you're putting all of your donated eggs into a basket, like it's scary and you need you need that support because like I have never had my period. So anything to do with my egg donor and her cycle and what's happening with that is really scary. Like and even though I'm a nurse, I need that reaffirming of like this is normal and that's you know an accepted thing um i think making sure that i mean the people i've worked with have been really inclusive and really friendly towards me and they've never they've never misgendered me when it when it's important like as soon as they know that it's me they're they're quite polite um, i think people that are on the other end trans Men that are coming into this, letting them know what you are willing to give with the surrogacy thing. Um, I guess the common misconception is if you're born with a womb, that you'll use it. That's not the case. Um, you know, you're living a life as a gender. Maybe you do have a uterus that's functioning, but it's then changing how the world sees you. Using that uterus is more feminine. And, and yeah, I, I think you just have to be honest when it comes down to it.
0: That's really good advice. So tell us, where are you up to with the surrogacy arrangement now?
1: So we are about to do an egg retrieval, um, which will be our first and probably our last from how our egg Jane is feeling at the moment. Um, that's on April 15th. So she's about to start injections. Um, she's she's had a really hard time so um, I don't really want to ask her to go through it again but um, the surrogate has had her gynae appointments so we'll be up to the uh, cancelling with her. So as far as the donor's concerned all of that's done. Um, they don't have to see lawyers in Victoria which is um, different. Um, I guess they, they're all the legal rights. One As, well, care. that's
0: right. The, the egg donor doesn't have any uh, parental responsibility or rights
1: no, for the child,
0: only it's the surrogate and her partner that will need the legal advice. Um, yeah, and exactly. both your surrogate and your egg donor are, are interstate. How is that going for you, having both of them away from you?
1: Um, it's just something I have to deal with. Like, it's, it's okay because we can text and call and you know, we're constantly messaging each other. There's an actual group chat that we've set up with the egg donors, the surrogate, myself, and my partner, um, because my surrogate and egg donor don't have partners, um, which makes it a lot easier as well. Um, yeah, I think, look, it's not ideal. If they were here, then great, everything would run smoother. We wouldn't need a week in advance. Um, yeah, but it's, it's going okay so far.
0: That's great. Do you have any advice for intended parents as of starting off in the surrogacy journey?
1: I think um, not being hard on yourself. Like with my sister, with that failing after, you know, 12 months of trying, I think it's hard to, it's, it's easy to go to that dark place and like, oh, well, I guess it wasn't meant to be. And just letting up and just going, look, it'll, it'll unfold. You do need to try. It's not going to just happen, unfortunately. Um, But you do need that persistence and you do need to look at different avenues and roll with the punches. Like my sister was so keen and and wanted to do it for us and, you know, I'm sure she prayed every night that things were happening and it didn't. Whereas, you know, moving along with, with my egg donor, my surrogate it's it's a different thing it's very formal it's more clinical than before you know i think just rolling with it moving with it is is the best idea and honestly if you can do it cheaper great because this is costing thousands (laughs) (laughs) um i think i think when it comes down to it surrogacy it should be it should be accessible to everybody and you know, if you're a parent and you're trying to have a child, then you're gonna be a great parent because you fought to bring that child into this world. And I don't think anyone will truly understand your struggle until they're in it. And I don't think people understand that drive, that paternal instinct to become a parent. And I work with a lot of nurses and they're in this field and they work within mental health. Um And it's okay to have sad days when things go wrong. It really is. Mental health is so important. But, you know, seek help. Talk about it with others. Talk about it with family and be open with them because ultimately you'll need them.
0: Yep, that's great. Thank you. If you are looking for more information, you can find me on my website at sarahjefford.com. You can also find me on Facebook and on Instagram.